Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, hello. This is Dr. Abby Metcalf, and you are listening to the Relationships Made Easy podcast. This is episode 66, like Route 66. We're driving it today. You are listening to the Relationships Made Easy podcast with Dr. Abby Metcalf. Change your relationship even if your partner won't do a thing. And uh, this is sort of self-awareness month here at Team Medcalf. And today I'm going to teach you how to make mindfulness a consistent habit. So, so important as we talk about self-awareness and relationships. So I'm going to go over a lot of great stuff today. I'm really excited about it. But I just know, I know from all my years of doing this that mindfulness, you know, being self-aware in this way is one of the big, big secrets to a truly happy and emotionally close relationship. And the research totally backs me up. I'll throw a little research in today. You know, I always do, and I'll link to it in the show notes. Um, But I'm going to teach you how to actually make it a consistent habit. So with no meditation, no hours of your time, I'll teach you how to do it in just a few minutes a day, three minutes a day. I'm sure you have three minutes. It doesn't even really take a whole three minutes what I'm going to teach you today. So come on. Uh, And before we begin, I want to remind folks that my mission is world peace. It really is. It's on my website. I swear it's everywhere. I've talked about it before. I truly believe that if people feel, that when people feel really emotionally connected to others uh, and close, that the need for bullying and low self-esteem and hate and all that stuff goes out the window, that we really start to feel very different in our worlds and connected to other people. And that's my, you know, what I'm doing in the world for world peace. I hope everybody out there listening is doing something themselves, no matter how small, um, you know, this is relatively small, but it's my it's my give. And so to do that, I need more people to know about the podcast, which means, um, sharing it with friends. Or what I'd really appreciate is if you leave a review. I, I I know I see you guys sometimes. You're like, oh, I keep forgetting to leave a review. Please stop forgetting. Would you please leave one today? Please, please, please. I'm begging. Uh, it really, really helps uh, with all those crazy algorithms, people finding me and getting to it and um, learning about the podcast. So I'm throwing that out there. Please hook me up. 
there you go. All right, so let's jump in. And uh, I'm going to give you a great handout today. Uh, you can come over to the podcast, abbymedcalf.com forward slash podcast, episode 66, and you'll see I have a wonderful handout for what I'm going to teach you today to make mindfulness a habit. And I threw a little extra in there on the handout that you're not going to get on the podcast. So, ha ha, little tease. Because um, I really do want you to download things so you have them, so you use them, uh, make your life better. So I'm going to start today's show with a little scenario. I think you've been here um, or something like it. Stretch your imagination a little if you have to. I'm going to do this from a perspective of have uh, your partner being a male. But if your partner is female or other, then, you know, throw in the pronoun that you enjoy. But I still think you'll kind of get this scenario if, you've, if you have a partner. So here you are. You're out running uh, errands with your partner. Okay, two of you are out, you're running errands, and the day's going fine, but there's a lot to do, and your mind is consumed with all the things. You know all the things, right? All the things. So you're at Home Depot, you just got there, and you're picking out a security system for the house. And you've talked about this at home, you've looked things up on the internet, you, you know, your partner especially, you know, he's really into this. He's really into like, what's the best one? And he's compared and somebody got consumer reports and all that, right? And so, and you kind of decided what you're going to do and you go into Home Depot. However, when you're there, your partner starts having some second thoughts and isn't ready to commit and he wants to go over the different systems again. And, or maybe there's a couple new systems there that he didn't know about. So he wants to check those out. And, you know, your patience is starting to wane because this is taking way longer than you allotted the time for in your head. And you've got like 10 other things on your list that have to get done this morning that are frankly way more important than this thing, or at least they're as important. And now you're feeling like, you're not gonna be able to get to those, some of those things. And so it's starting to feel like a little bit of a waste of time as you're there hearing again, all about, you know, the different systems and their pros and cons and you're wasting time. And now it's becoming your partner's fault. <laughs> you know, it's becoming his fault. So you start thinking things like, ah, oh, he always does this. We decide on something and we end up re-examining and wasting time. Why can't he ever make a decision and just stick to it? Why isn't that happening? Why does it always have to be such a big thing? All the talking, all the research, just decide already. I've got more important things to do. So this is all going on in your head. Uh, and you, you think it's just in your head, but and what's happening is that you're starting to feel anxious and resentful, maybe a little overwhelmed as you think about all the rest of your day and the things that have to get done. So, and you're trying to be good, you know, and you don't say anything maybe at first and you don't even notice that you're thinking all these thoughts or having these feelings. You're just, you're just sort of in it. And, but soon your impatience, it starts growing and maybe, you know, you give the heavy sigh, <sighs> you know that, <laughs> you start acting bored or disinterested, something to, to give the hint that we should move along. Uh, or maybe you think you're going to be helpful. Oh, the first one is great. Or, you know, hey, that second one you like sounds perfect. Let's just get that. But your efforts to move things along fall on deaf ears and your partner doesn't budge and continues to ask questions and is now trying to find, you know, the guy at Home Depot, right? Good friggin' luck with that. So <laughs> now trying to find the guy and that's it for you. You, you, you finally snap and 
say something, you know, just get the first one. Why? We don't have time for this. Why do you always make such a big production of everything? You always make simple things hard. We've gone over this and over this. You always change your mind. I don't understand why we even waste time talking about stuff because later you don't stick to what we agreed on. And you can imagine that doesn't go over well because your partner's really invested in the security systems there. And you end up having a fight about it, right? So maybe your partner says some choice things to you. Well, you, if we were shopping for something you wanted, we'd be here for days or I don't know, you know, maybe it's going back and forth. And that fight then lingers for the day or the rest of the errands. You just, it leaves a bad taste and it just sucks. So I want to take a moment right now to dissect this. And I know you've had this happen or something really close. Some of you have been at Home Depot and think I was spying on you right now. But anyway, um, so here's the problem here. Future tripping and past tripping are killing your relationship. And because here's what's really happened. Let's dissect it again for a minute. What really happened is that you weren't in your moment, right? You were standing there at Home Depot, but you weren't really at Home Depot. You were future tripping as you thought about all the things that had to get done today, right? You started to think about, oh, and these other people are coming and oh, and did I remember to send out this? And oh, I got to check my email later for that. And oh, maybe I could look at all my, and maybe you were even doing some of that standing in the store. Maybe you were even making calls or checking your emails. So you're really not there, right? You're really not in the moment. And you start, or maybe you start to zone out, go, looking at social media, you're looking at your Instagram and then realize, oh my God, we've been here for 15 minutes and we still haven't made a decision. And now we have all these things. Oh my gosh. And again, you're like tripping about all the things that have to happen and got to go pick up the kids if you have them or walk the dog or whatever. And so you're future tripping and you're predicting all this stress for yourself later. So that's getting that stress is now coming into your present moment. Now, the other thing you might've been doing was past tripping. I call it past tripping. That's when, so whenever you use words like always or never with your partner, you're past tripping, right? Because that's what you're doing. You're basing what they're doing. You never do this. You always do that. You know, you never can decide. You're always making things hard. That means that this is reminding you, this this little moment you're having at the Home Depot or wherever is reminding you of other times this has happened. And you might even really pass trip from there. You might go way back. <laughs> I should have known this before I married him. And oh my gosh, I saw this with his brother and his mom does this. And I, God knows how far back, you know, you're taking this, but you start past tripping on things that have happened before and how this is like that and how annoying it is and it's never going to end. And before you know it, you're ready for a divorce before you've gotten to the cash register, right? So all of this past tripping and future tripping is, so the big problem there, this whole scenario is that you're allowing your mind to wander to the future or to the past. You were allowing that to happen without even really thinking about it. And then you start thinking of these things. And when you're thinking of those things, it evokes certain feelings because you feel the way you think. You know, I say this all the time on the podcast, you feel the way you think. So because of that, uh, and you know what, I did a whole little thing on a great tool for that. I have another podcast on that. So I'll link to that in the show notes for you um, about how to get out of that problem of feeling the way you think. But anyway, these types of thinking patterns, right, and all the fights that ensue with them, they're super common. People come in all the time with this stuff, but they don't have to be common. I think we get into a headspace sometimes where we think we 
well, it's na- it's quote unquote natural to bicker with our partners all the time. Or, well, anybody would be stressed when they have all these errands to do. That's just not true, guys. It's just not true. That's a cop out. I say with love. You know, I love you. Uh, it's a cop out to say that. We don't have to be in a bad mood. You don't have to make it go. It doesn't have, you don't have to annoy each other. I don't care how long you've been together. It doesn't have to happen. It's happening because these are emotional habits you've created and we, we want to break those. So the simple answer to stop all this is to be in your moment with what's currently happening as much as possible. It's not you know, it's, it's hard to be there hundred percent of the time, but if you can do it most of the time, it's great. So you're not future tripping, you're not past tripping, you're just in the moment. That's your answers to be mindful. Now, when you're in your moment, okay, otherwise known as being mindful, what we're talking about, you're aware when these thoughts and feelings arise, you'll be, you'll notice, and you can stop them when you notice them. It's, it's all different. When you get off of autopilot and into what's real in the here and now, what's real. So what's real is not the past and what's real is not the future. What's real is like literally in the moment in the Home Depot. Uh, you're, you're not even really late for anything else. You, you're because you're not late until you're actually late. <laughs> it's, you know, you're just anticipating being late is usually what's happening. Sometimes you're actually late, but usually you're just anticipating it. So, but when you're mindful, you're aware of what you're thinking. So you don't let your thoughts and feelings blindly drive your actions and behaviors. And that's the problem is that it's just happening and you're not really noticing it. You just think it is. So, you know, your partner leaves the toilet seat up again. That's, you know, they do something and you threaten divorce. <laughs> you know, that's this kind of unthinking reaction you have to it, right? So you want to be thoughtful. You want to be in the moments. It's a Mindfulness is seriously a superpower. It really is because it stops so much. It helps you be in those moments. And what happens is you avoid conflicts and misunderstandings. I'm telling you right now, because you're really there. You're not distracted. Remember, I've talked about how distraction is the termites of your relationship. So you end up with more happiness, more contentment in your life in general, and definitely in all of your relationships, and especially the one with your partner. So again, it's this ability to act, not react. And cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're going to notice when you're having negative or unhealthy thoughts and when you're becoming impatient, like in this scenario, you know, you start to become impatient and then you can tell yourself something different about the situation. When you do that, you put this pause button on and you can actually stop for a moment. You can step back and see what's happening from a new stance. So if, you know, just thinking about the Home Depot, maybe this is something your partner does a lot. Maybe, you know, you often discuss things and make decisions and then your partner backtracks and wants to rehash or whatever. Maybe that is something that happens. But I 
instead of trying to change your partner and, and think that they're going to stop doing this, what if you just had a new way of thinking, a new way of looking at it? What if you put on those new lenses, those new glasses and decided, well, I know my partner well, and this comes up, you know what, whenever they're anxious about something, I wonder what, you know, my partner's really anxious about. And you could be thinking, well, I love this person. I want to be supportive. And for whatever reason, this this home security system is super important to them and making the right choice. I don't, I don't know why it doesn't have the same meaning for me, but it does for them. What if you were to find out why? What if you were to support this thing that they think is so important in a new way? And if you know, if there, if it really has happened before that you, your partner, you guys make a decision and then they, they reach, they go back on it. To me, you would be including that in your time then of when you go to Home Depot, because <laughs> you know, you know what, we decided on the X1 2000, but you know, he's, he never, he always changes his mind when we get somewhere. So to me, you would have already, even if your partner was like, Oh, I'll just take 10 minutes, we'll go in and get it. You should know in your head, it's not going to take 10 minutes because they take all this time. It's going to be more like an hour. Plus Home Depot is never 10 minutes. I don't know who you, who you think you are, uh, unless you're stealing, I guess then it could be 10 minutes. So hopefully you're not. Uh, <laughs> so Really think if you come from the love, it's very different. So you're going into the conversation then with an intention of love and support and not of controlling a particular outcome or, you know, getting them to act a certain way. So instead, imagine this, imagine if you said, if you notice that, right, I'm getting impatient. Why are we still standing here? Why are we looking at this other home security systems? You could stop and say, Hey, Hey, hon, let, let's stop for a minute. Okay. So we discussed the security systems later at home and we decided on X security camera. Um, now, so tell me, I, I want to know, I'm curious, what's happening now that you're changing your mind? Is this like, what's going on for you that are you not trusting the decision from earlier? Do you feel like we didn't talk it through well enough? Should we not buy it at all now and just go talk about it some more like over lunch and then come back? Like, you know, you can, if your partner's, now your partner might go, well, I don't know, I just uh, want to be sure or something like that. You can ask more questions, you, you know, well, tell me more about that. You know, what makes you think suddenly that you're not sure? I, I thought we had all those good reasons. Let's do the pros and cons again. You know, like just bringing them back to that problem solving or bringing them back to the emotion of what's happening. Sometimes people get very nervous about spending money. Uh, maybe, maybe your partner, is really worried because you guys got broken into two weeks ago and that's why you're getting a home security camera. And really it's something about the bigger safety and being afraid for the family or something else that really you should be talking about. And they're taking out their anxiety with this camera, trying to find the perfect thing when we all know there's probably not a perfect thing. So there's a way that when you're asking questions and be, and when you're mindfully asking questions, it's not an interrogation, you know, like, why are we still here? What do we, you know, that's not the kind of question I want. I want you to truly be curious. I want you to have a tone that's patient and curious instead of, you know, accusatory, impatient and annoyed. You, you want to notice when those feelings come up. And again, that's why it's important to notice, to, to try to have a new stance when you're mindful, like, okay, I know this person. I love this person. They're driving me a little crazy right now, but you know what? It's really okay. Of all the things I could be complaining about in a relationship, this is really actually a pretty small thing in the big picture. So 
how about if I just let this go and try to help it along? Something like that. There's just, there's a different way to think about it, but you won't get there if you're not mindful because you're just off and running. Your brain is just off and running and you get so pumped up with these negative emotions that it's very hard to turn the ship around. So, and what's really cool is that when you ask questions like this, when you're truly curious, an intention of curiosity, like what's going on here? Why are we doing this? These kinds of questions make our partners feel heard. They make them feel important. They make them feel appreciated. All the things that add up to a happy partner and a happy relationship, all of them. Think about how you think when something's really, how you feel when something's really important to you and your partner starts asking you questions about it, not accusatory ones, not ones that put you on the defensive, but really ask you like, well, hey, tell me more about that. Or, well, what, what happened before? Or, you know, what were... What, what precipitated this or, you know, anything like that. What, it, it's incredible. Tell me more about is one of my favorite things to say. Well, tell me more about that. You know, can you, can you say a little more about what you were feeling or what you were thinking or what, what got you here to this choice? Uh, it's really, and listen and truly listen. There is, it's just incredible to have that kind of attention and someone really asking the next question. And you know how you feel when your partner does it for you. So do it for them. Be there. And being mindfully aware throughout your day will help you avoid these pitfalls. And not just with your partner, but with everybody at work, with your kids, with your friends, with your parents, whoever. It's amazing. So, and to me, the most important thing that comes from mindfulness, and I really mean this, is that I actually feel in charge of myself. There is nothing, nothing I dislike more than realizing later all the stupid things I said earlier, you know, and in the moment I didn't realize them. I, in the moment I didn't realize that I was just controlling or angry or annoyed or passive aggressive or whatever. It's just, ugh. I look back and I think, oh no, why, why did I do that? <laughs> why did I say that or, or, you know, or act that way? And it can be avoided and it just, it just isn't a self-esteem razor when, <laughs> when we think we're out of control, like, you know, that we're forgetful, that we're not paying attention, that we screw things up. And when we're mindful, uh, we stop screwing up so much. We really do. It's incredible. And that feels good that, you know, and I don't mean screwing up like, oh, our partner thinks we do everything wrong. I mean, when I think I do things wrong, when I'm not proud of the way I've acted in a certain situation. So it feels so, so good to be in charge of you. I can't even tell you. <laughs> so instead of saying, I, and I hear client, my clients say this, they'll say things like, well, I can't help how I feel, or I just can't stop being angry or sad or, you know, insert yucky feeling here. And yes, you can, but you have to get in front of it. I'm going to say that again. You have to get in front of it and stop the automatic responses. And I, this is the biggie. So getting in front of the thoughts and feelings is friggin' huge. So, cause we're usually caught up in some negative momentum and that's why we feel like we just can't stop, you know, acting a certain way or saying certain things. And so let me, let me ask you this. If you saw a car at the top of a hill and you had a, and that car was about to, you know, was, had no brakes and was starting to come down the hill and you had to stop the car would you want to be right on top where it was starting to stop it? Or would you want to be at the very bottom of that tall hill trying to stop the car there? Yeah. 
I'm giving you some silence and purpose. So do you know what I'm saying? That momentum, it's so much easier to stop things when they're near the beginning. You don't want to catch yourself hours into a day, seething all day long and going over and oh, I should have said this. I could have said that. Oh, he's going to pay for that later. or She's going to be pissed or whatever. You don't want to do that because it just starts to feed and breathe and go and go. And it's so hard to get unstuck when you're there. So instead, when you catch these things earlier, it's much easier to disengage from them, which is huge, huge. So getting out of the momentum of negative thoughts is one of the greatest things that mindfulness does. Now, mindfulness makes your life awesome in a lot of ways. There's tons of research on it. I'm not going to get into it all right now, but I want to I want to pull out a few just quick just before we get into making mindfulness a habit. I just want to pour out pull out four really quick points because if you're motivated to be mindful, you'll do it. If you really understand, you know, the value, you'll do it. And so I want to uh give you four quick things. One, we know from the research that mindfulness decreases emotional reactivity, right? Right there. So basically you're able to act, not react like I've been talking about, which is huge for being a better partner and a better person in the world. It gives you again, that like pause button between some stimulus and your response between the toilet seat being up and your response of, I want a divorce, right? It, It gives you that moment to stop. So your emotional reactivity you're not so reactive. It's incredible. No. And again, this is backed by research. So I'm just giving you the top things, uh, or my top things for today Two, mindfulness increases something called cognitive flexibility. Now. So in addition to being less reactive, you're able, cognitive flexibility means you're able to think better. You're able to problem solve, come up with better solutions. It's incredible to, to have this, this sort of uh, flexibility in your thinking. So it, you get disengaged you, neurologically, you have, you know, these pathways and what mindfulness, it's, what we show, we've shown with mindfulness is that it actually disengages those automatic pathways, be, you know, that happen because of whatever prior learning, like if you've learned prior, oh, my, my husband is always a pain in my butt. <laughs> That's a prior learning. <laughs> it actually disengages those. So you can have new learning. So you could bring new ideas and things in. And that's why a lot of times when we're in arguments and things and we feel so stalled or like you've had the same fight over and over again with your partner and well, there's just no solution to this. It's this or this. There's no, you know, we can't come up with an answer that works. It's because you're stuck in that pattern. There, there's 10 solutions to things, 20 solutions to things. Uh, there's nothing that only has one solution or two solutions. There's always more. You might not like them all. I'm not saying they're all viable things you want to do, but you should at least be able to think of them and discount them. So that's what mindfulness helps you do. It creates, the, it helps literally neurologically in the brain create this cognitive flexibility, which is amazing. Three, I'll just say in a, in a broad way that mindfulness creates greater relationship satisfaction. All, oh my God, so many studies show this, that overall, uh, that it, and mainly it seems to be because it protects against the emotionally stressful effects of when we have conflicts. It seems to really protect protect against that, which is wonderful. Um, And it helps you respond better to stress in your relationship overall. So of course, 
that you know helps you communicate better, helps you communicate your emotions better to your partner, and it just really creates more connection. So it's again, uh, people involved in mindfulness consistently report greater relationship satisfaction, even if they're the only one doing it and their partner's not. Yeah, I know. So, and then last, I want to just pull out is that when you're mindful, you'll remember to use the great tools I teach. <laughs> so I, one of the things I hear from clients a lot, of course, is, oh, Abby, I forgot, you know, you told me to do X or Y. And I just, I forgot we were in the heat of the moment. We were arguing and I didn't remember. I couldn't remember what you said. And that happens a lot because a lot of our cognitive functioning shuts down when we're in times of stress. I, I talk about this on other podcasts. I'm not going to spend a lot of time here on this, but basically the, uh, the part of your brain where you're thinking and problem solving and all that good stuff is, is shut off when we're stressed, when we're in fight, flight, or freeze mode, right? And that amygdala is lit up, that part of the brain that's all in charge of fear. So we can't think clearly and we can't remember, we can't recall things. This is related to the cognitive flexibility. We can't recall things. So when you're mindful and you can actually uh, calm your nervous system is really what you're doing. You're calming it before that momentum comes, before the car goes rolling down that hill. What happens is you're actually able to remember things. And that is the consistent thing I hear from my clients. They'll come in and go, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I, you know, you told me to do this thing and I did it and it went really well. <laughs> and I'm so happy for them. Or sometimes it doesn't go well, but at least it was better um, than it would have been otherwise. So those are really great moments to have. So those are like just the four I'm pulling out. There's tons of good stuff on mindfulness, but I just wanted to pull out a few just to remind you about how important it is. So let's talk about how to make it a consistent habit. And there's just one surefire way to do it. There is one surefire way. This is not hard. It's going to take minutes of your time. And you got to do it. I don't know what else to say. (laughs) You got to do it. And it's simply this. You're going to set the reminder on your phone for three times a day. I don't care what times they are, but try to space them out. So maybe nine in the morning, one in the afternoon, and six at night, something like that. But you can do whatever you want. And all you're going to do when you hear the alert, wherever you are, if you're in the middle of a meeting, if you're washing the dishes, if you're driving, if you're grocery shopping, I don't care what you're doing. You're just going to know, you don't even have to like, like if you're in a meeting, you don't have to like go in the other room or do anything special. You just have to stop, notice where your mind was. So let's say I'm in a meeting when the alert goes off. Was I completely focused on what the person was saying and whoever's talking in the meeting? Was I just totally into whatever they were saying and really, you know, trying to be there? Or was I thinking about all the work I wasn't getting done because I was in the stupid meeting or the fact that Jeff from accounting keeps talking and why is Alice wearing that weird purple top again? Doesn't anybody tell her her boobs look funny in that or what, you know, these just things I think. Okay. So whatever it is that's going on, notice where your head was. A lot of times you're future tripping or past tripping. So come back to the moment. Now here's the biggie. Bring your mind back non-judgmentally, <laughs> at least as non-judgmentally as possible. So no, you know, like, oh, why can't I keep my focus? What's wrong with me? I can't do this. Don't, don't do that. Just gently bring your focus back to the present. And then, uh, and I'm, I'm going to talk more about this on the handout I have that if you can come over to abbymedcalf.com forward slash podcast, this is episode 66, you can get the five steps to uh, how to make mindfulness a habit. And you can put that on your fridge so you remember to do it. But you would do a shoulder shrug in here, just kind of bringing your energy back and calming your uh, nervous system. And I explain the shoulder shrug in more detail um, in the handout. 
And then you would set an intention of how you want to be moving forward in your day. That's all. So if you don't want to do the shoulder shrug and download my thing, just take a breath. Just take a nice cleansing breath, like in through your nose and out through your mouth. Just one breath, one deep breath. That's all you have to do. And then I want you to set an intention for how you want to move forward in your day. What, like, what's the intention? What do I want to bring? I want to make sure I'm patient. I want to be mindful. Uh, I want to be thoughtful. I want to be in my moments, which is mindful, but you know what I mean? However you want to say that, I want to be kind to everybody I talk to, whatever your intention is, and that's it. And then your reminder will go off the next time and you'll see where your brain was. What happens if, so do this for one week, just one week, even on the weekend, set the timer, excuse me, the reminder for three times, excuse my coughing. And you'll start, what happens is you're going to start to train your brain to be mindful, even when the reminder doesn't go off. That's what's so cool. It will, you'll start to notice yourself in your moments and cause you're literally training your brain and it does not take long. Usually the changes happen in a day or two. It's amazing. I say do it for a week just to really cement in, uh, but and then use it anytime you notice that you're getting, you know, you're not staying in your lane, you know, anytime, like I'll, sometimes I've noticed that, yeah, I've gotten forgetful or that I'm feeling impatient or, you know, something's coming up, some negative emotion maybe is coming up consistently. And that's when I'll set the reminders on my phone again. And I do this too. It, it's, it, we call it a practice because it's, you practice it. <laughs> you don't suddenly get there and you're all set. I've been doing this for many years and I still have to remind myself sometimes. I'm usually pretty good, but nobody's perfect. And sometimes I get even too far from perfect, <laughs> from not perfect. And I, I need to remind myself again. So there you have it. Uh, that's today's broadcast on how to make mindfulness a consistent habit. I'm so excited you were here. I really hope you got a lot from the podcast. Please remember to leave that review and come on over to abbymedcalf.com forward slash podcast episode 66 for your five steps to making mindfulness a consistent habit. You can download it for free and I'll talk to you soon. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Relationships Made Easy podcast at www.abbymedcalf.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.